Hello, I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry, and this is the Constitution Segment Recap for Episode 50 of Restore Freedom Weekly. This week, we discussed equal protection violations by local governments. Equal protection is guaranteed by every state constitution and the U.S. Constitution, yet local governments violate it regularly. So what is an equal protection violation? And how can you identify if your municipality is violating your rights to equal protection? We discussed ways that you can fight back. You, you can fight back without even needing an attorney. Um, if your municipality is violating your right to equal protection. And we talked about real life examples from real life case documents that you can use. Keep in mind, this is the last Restore Freedom Weekly Constitution segment recap of 2022 because this week was the last full episode of Restore Freedom Weekly for the season. We will come back in January and have all new fresh episodes and Constitution segment recaps for you. Keep in mind though that this is just a simple recap. So if you wanna hear the full discussion, make sure to check out that full episode that aired on Tuesday, uh, the link for which is in the um, slideshow right here. If you click on where it says episode number 50, you can uh, go ahead and watch that. And also please keep in mind that the link for this whole slideshow is in the description of this segment. So make sure to take a look at that, download it, save it, look through it at your own leisure and make sure that you understand all that we went through during this episode. Um, don't forget about those true or false Tuesday questions that we ask. And we'll touch base again on this um, at the end of this recap. Um, but make sure that you start off with the basics of all of these freedom fighting topics that, um, again, governments are instituted to protect our God-given liberties, that we get our rights from God, not the government. In fact, the government has no rights in it. it, it and in fact, it only has those powers which we specifically delegate to it because we, the people, created our constitution and our very form of government. And that constitution is the supreme law of the land. Uh, no federal law, no state law, no state constitution. Um, no uh, local municipal ordinance or court order or any other government action can be repugnant to the U.S. Constitution because if it is, it's void on its face. It's as though it never even existed and you don't have to wait for a court to tell you that. This means the government cannot act unless there is a specific power granted in the Constitution and government is specifically prohibited from doing anything that violates the U.S. or state constitutions. And again, a reminder that every government official is sworn to the oath of office, even if they're just a simple pencil pusher who claims they know nothing about what the law says and it's all for a court to decide. No, that's a bunch of garbage. They, in order to have that position, must have taken that constitutional oath to uphold and defend the U.S. and state constitutions. And so they have to do it. Um, a reminder that municipalities have the power to provide infrastructure. Their job is to provide uh, roadways, waterways, utilities, etc. Their job is also to protect our individual liberties so that when I'm exercising my individual rights, I'm not impeding upon your ability to exercise your rights. And of course, where those things intersect, the powers and our individual liberties, municipal powers cannot supersede those individual rights. And we also touched on all different kinds of rights that you want to keep in mind. Uh, for example, as a homeowner, when you're dealing with your municipality, the right to equal protection, due process, uh, privacy from government, criminal trial rights, uh, unenumerated rights, rights against bills of attainder. Um, and we touched on the slide that we'd shared in previous episodes that, well, if your municipality is trampling your rights, now what can you do? And these are things that we've talked about in, in uh, several episodes now, 
cease and desist letters, notices of proposed litigation, um, urgently filing a lawsuit, speaking at city council or commission meetings, finding and joining with others that have been similarly harmed, uh, issuing press releases and utilizing strategic social media campaigns. And I let you know exactly how I actually have done each of these and not just as an attorney fighting the constitutional fight, but as the average Joe before I really honed in my skills on this constitutional aspect of it. Um, if it feels wrong, there's a good chance it really is. So trust your instincts when you're fighting for freedom here. Um, and of course, this particular episode went into great detail about the cease and desist letters, the notices of proposed litigation, which I have shared with you uh, from the Ormond Beach stuff, uh, and how I urgently had to file a lawsuit. Um, which I did with the city of Belding or against the city of Belding back in 2014. Um, again, touching on those rights to uh, access government meetings, uh, to free speech, to be heard, to instruct your representatives, to peaceably assemble, petition the government for redress of grievances and to government to receive government documents. It's me exercising those specific rights that actually led me in a situation where I had to file a lawsuit against the city of Belding and the city of Belding's manager at the time for violating my right to do those things. Um, so um, again, touching on the fact that we have talked in prior episodes about the city of Hastings and um, the, the issues that residents are dealing with there, uh, things that I was doing on the Georgetown Township Board uh, when I served um, there. And uh, we started um, the full discussion or episode this week talking a lot about the city of Belding and what led to that lawsuit and what happened with that lawsuit and uh, in the city of Ormond Beach and the fight that I currently have with them now. Uh, so equal protection, what is it? Well, look at the U.S. Constitution 14th Amendment. It talks about that no state shall deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. I emphasize the word protection there for a reason. I have it underlined in this slide please listen to the entire episode to hear that discussion of why it's so important there. Um, it's a distinct point. Um, but anyway, what is the general overall idea? Well, the 14th Amendment guarantees that people who are situated similarly will be treated similarly. I also wanted to hammer on the fact that the states have this very same protection in their own constitutions, albeit worded in different ways. Um, so I grabbed the, the four most populated states in the US, um, as well as the state of Michigan for obvious reasons. Um, and uh, so I included those provisions from those state constitutions. For example, the Florida State Constitution, Article 1, Section 2, that all natural persons, male and female alike, are equal before the law. And actually same part, Article 1, Section 2 of the Michigan State Constitution that says that no person shall be denied equal protection of the laws. And I included the, the provisions from the California, Texas, and New York constitutions, uh, just to give you examples of what to find um, in your own state constitution. And again, including those provisions for the requirements to take that constitutional oath of office. So when you're dealing with those local officials that claim that they don't know what the constitution says and it's not their job, yes, it is. Um, I gave uh, a lot of detail in, in examples and talking about the city of Belding case, what was happening and how they were trying to uh, um, remove me from a board uh, and enforce a particular old ordinance uh, just against me, nobody else, for many, many years. And uh, the different things that I claimed in that lawsuit against them, including uh, the equal protection violations. Uh, but to keep in mind um, some examples of what you're looking for 
How can you identify an equal protection violation? Well, in this particular case, uh, there was no enforcement upon any other home occupation since at least the year 2000. Not a single other home occupation had ever even been issued a permit. None had been applied for uh, in the entire city since at least the year 2000, if not before. Um, and yet they're trying to enforce it against me. So. Um, just an example. Also, in trying to remove me from the Planning Commission, uh, there were other people on the same board serving in the same position that I was, and they too had a home occupation and were working out of their homes. And they weren't, uh, you know, utilizing a permit, and yet they weren't being thrown off the Planning Commission. So um, just an example. Um, and uh, a couple other examples that I included here in the slides and in the discussion. Um, also wanted to give you those examples from the city of Ormond Beach. Um, uh, lots of going on there with the notice of proposed action and the cease and desist letter and how equal protection played a part in, in that and, and what it's doing. So I gave you all kinds of examples of, of what it looks like and what you can look for, but just look for it, literally look for it and, and take pictures and document, have specific addresses, um, include pictures in your responses or your lawsuit or whatever, your press releases that you're doing to combat violations of equal protection. You can do it and you don't need an attorney. So it's very complicated to prove your local government is violating your right to equal protection, true or false. The answer is absolutely unequivocally false. It is as simple as we are guaranteed equal protection under the law. So make sure that you uh, trust your instincts and utilize your phone on your camera and that kind of thing. Check out that full episode from this Tuesday and the Wednesday way to get involved challenge from yesterday. And of course, make sure to check back for our freedom fighting tools tomorrow on Friday. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm constitutional attorney, Catherine Henry. Have a wonderful afternoon. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share. Restore freedom.